This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Leicester Till I Die TV, home of the FA Cup winners. We've done it once. Can we do it twice? We'll know on Sunday. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes!
Tonight Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. Good evening, everybody. How the devil are we all? Is it just me that's excited about this weekend? It's, well, let me presume, it's an East Midlands derby and we have got a couple of guests in today. We've got, well, you know, the wise old owl, he always turns up. It's, it's either that or, you know, he's out walking the street. So we're going to say hello to Craig in a minute. We've got Des who's just joined us. He's in the green room there, I can see, a Nottingham Forest fan. So I'm sure the banter will be flowing. The last time we played, Nottingham Forest, 2014. Oof. I was but a wee nipper then. Yeah, right. But the last FA Cup tie was the 17th of January 2012. We won 4-0. This is where you can find Leicester Till I Die to watch and to listen. Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Please do. And if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, it is Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe and smash that like button. It does help the channel. And if you're a Forest fan, you can do it for the weekend and then change your mind next week if you want to. Um, I, I'm, I'm really, I've got to be honest with you, I haven't been this excited since probably the Community Shield, to be honest with you. We got, Pat, we've got to be, we've got to say a big thank you to obviously Nottingham Forest and I know, I want to start with a thank you, just to show that I'm humble and that I can say thank you to Nottingham Forest for beating Arsenal. Not only for that, that they beat Arsenal, but they set up this tie. It's all... Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen it's time for the main event, the main event of the event evening. Of the evening. 60, minutes 60 minutes of football, of football fun and banter, fun banter with Chris, with Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. TV. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble. Oh, Ale Le Bleu. Good evening, Craig. Do you remember that? Good evening. I do remember that. I have uh, I have fond memories of of most of the uh, FA uh, the the Forest games um, that I can remember. Although I, I did remember going to, I think we had them in the cup away a few years ago, and it was a miserable nil nil um, yes. away at their place. But I also remember back in i don't think it was an fa cup tie but uh, there was one back in the early days of the of the king powers when um we beat them one nil i think we beat them it was the first time we'd beaten them for a long long time and we beat them one nil with a goal by a young lad called tommy wright um not the winger mm. of the same name but he was a local lad who i'm now reliably informed is a, is a copper um, oh, well, that Tommy Wright. Yeah, but now uh, but back then he scored the uh, scored the only goal in a one nil victory. Ah. Well, and I'm thanking Des for holding on uh, until we bring him in here. But uh, we've we've got to do this, haven't we? 
Leicester City FC on this day in history with Leicester Till I Die TV. Now, you know that we normally do this. This is the Leicester City Die. It's just a city on this day, a miscellaneous book. What I, I like to call the Bible, but you know you, you made it when, when you know, you, you, you get a mention in here. And there's actually about five for Saturday the 4th, well, different um, days, but the 4th of February, which always seems to fall on a Saturday, according to this. But 1961, Leicester City became the first team to win at Tottenham Hotspur in a season that ended with the Londoners winning the Division One and FA Cup double. Oh, 1961. And, of course, on this day, in 1930, a young Craig Bird was born. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit, a little bit later, Chris. Oh, right, 1932. I'll give it yeah. you. Yeah, at least get me into the 60s, please. Um, yeah, even, even I wasn't born for that Spurs game, but uh, but no, I was is, just unfortunately. Yeah, but, it, uh, it is it is the day I entered the world. So uh, and, you know, where else would I rather spend it than with uh, with our lovely Leicester till I die family? Well, and from us to you, this is it. This is Space Command to Zoom. All systems are go for your message to Craig. Hey, Craig, it's your birthday. I'm in charge of the stars, and I'm here to say, Hey, Craig, you're the big star today. My name is Zoom, and I live on the moon, but I came down to Earth just to sing you this tune. Cause, Craig, it's your birthday today. you I wanted to find an outer space creature a one of a kind a wild womp or a kookalchoo a drop or a buzzer snooze or maybe a three-eyed tickle shake for your birthday did you ask what's a kookalchoo well up on the moon it's nothing new and stars. I even zoomed my bike to Mars and met my friend the saucer man and he said, Hey, you like that businessman? What you're making me is something new. So how about a song just for you? And so tonight when you're in bed, I'll be singing to you as I zoom overhead. Singing Moving on quickly. <laughs> I gotta say, thank you very, thank you very much. In all my fifty-eight years, yeah, uh, <laughs> you never had anything quite like that. I never heard that, and never had anything quite like that. So, thank you very much, and much appreciated. You're... And uh, apologies to anyone else who sat through that. But uh, for <laughs> me, thank you very much. 
<laughs> you are most welcome. Good. We're going to say moving on swiftly, and he has unfortunately had to sit through all that. I don't know which was more <laughs> painful for him, the Alley Le Blood jingle or the uh, Happy Birthday Craig. We're going to say good evening to Des, uh, our Nottingham Forest fan. Good evening, sir. Evening, Chris. Happy birthday, Craig. Thanks, Des. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm uh, looking forward to it as much as you guys. Um, mm. you had your audition to be Forest's biggest rivals when Derby go bust. I can understand why you're looking, <laughs> in, looking forward to it so much. I Let me see... ask you that, Des, before we start. And we'll go to the comments in a second. Um, Lester, we we see you as our, our biggest rival, I guess. I mean, for me personally, it's, I think it's Coventry. That's simply because... I used to have a mate that was a Coventry fan, and they obviously are the nearest. For some, it's Derby. But overall, we tend to sort of see Forrest as, as, as one of our main rivals. But Forrest, I don't think, seem to look at Leicester like that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Do you know, we, we like to say what I've just said there, basically. We like to, we always say we, when we play you lot, we only hate Derby and all this kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of the younger generation who've not played Leicester for such a long time, who, yeah. who claim that Derby are only rivals, and sometimes Sheffield United are more important than than Leicester. That's not true, do you know. And and I I quite like the fact that you were haters so much, do you know. <laughs> sometimes with Derby, we kind of accept that they beat us sometimes, we beat them yeah. sometimes, but it's almost like. You've gone and done what you've done. We can't lay a glove on you. You can't lay a glove on us. Almost, you know, at yeah. times, and it, it kind of gets forgotten about. And but I think I think Leicester are massive rival. In many ways, Derby will always be the bigger rival to us. But I I, I don't like getting beat by Leicester. Probably more than Derby. Like I say, because sometimes I know we beat them. Sometimes I know they yeah. beat us. And and it's just that that feeling that you really really sort of despise us. And um, and so, so I want us to rub it in your face a little bit. <laughs> Do we despise them, Craig? I would. I, I think despise is a strong word, but I think it's like anything that you know. When, when we were, when I was growing up, uh, and particularly obviously through the seventies, and you had your glory years. You know, Leicester was so far off the pace, so you were the you were the big cheese in the East Midlands or whatever. Uh, so I think you'll always see that as the, as a rivalry. You know, Derby had a bit of a play at it for a year, didn't they, when they won the league? But I don't think they've done anything else since. They may have won something like the Simod Cup or something. I don't know. But um, but it's always been been Forest really, who because you look up to them. I think in terms of the position that you were in the league, you were always up there. But then obviously you've had the barren years, and and we've managed to have a bit of success. So uh, anyone of a certain age, I would think turns their their eyes back to Leicester and slightly envious of what we've managed to do these last few years. I think, I mean, like I said it's in the uh, introduction, 2014 was the last mm. time we actually played each other. So it's going quite a, a way back. And we've both mm. been down in the depths of the third tier. Um, I mean, how do you see it, uh, uh, Des? Because... We obviously came up from the Premier uh, from the Championship. We nearly got relegated, but managed to stay up with the Great Escape. We then went on five thousand to one to win uh, the league. Everybody was saying, "Oh, that's the biggest story ever." But I know it, it's grind, grinded on a couple of Forest fans, or a few Forest fans, more than a few, I guess, because of course you came up and did you not win it the same year that you came up? 
Absolutely. And then won two European Cups. Did you forget? Yeah. I wasn't going to mention that bit, you know. <laughs> no, no, you, you're right. Um, I, I, I'm personally, I, I'll admit it, I've got a big issue when they say it's the greatest story ever. It's a fantastic story. Do you know, yeah. it, but for me, the Farley story is better. Do you know, you of only course. have to watch I Believe in Miracles. But I think I, I, what you find with Forest fans at the moment is, whilst of course there's a lot of rivalry, a lot of envy, there's a lot of admiration as well, sort of aimed in Leicester's direction. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the clubs won, you know, the the the, the ways it sort of developed over the last few years, it, it's dealt with winning and and, mm-hmm. and moving forward. You're never going to be a top four side in reality, but no. you keep moving forward. Moving forward, you know, the training ground obviously encroaching on Nottingham's talent as well. Um, <laughs> but all these things are what you have to do if you want to be winners. And, yeah. and there's a lot of admiration, you know, lots of people. Um, I'm a big one for Twitter and, and following what's going on. There's lots of Forest fans saying, look at the Leicester model, you know, when it comes to we've just got category one, for example. And, and of course, we're bringing through a lot of youngsters. But there's a lot of admiration this end, as well as all that kind of sort of rivalry. And and, and that's where, when I say despise, it might be a strong word. It seems that you just kind of like, don't like us. And we don't like you really. But <laughs> looking, in, looking in at what's happened, you can't help but sort of admire the situation. Don't get me wrong, when you was playing in the FA Cup final last year, and uh, that goal went in at the end from Chilwell. I was up off the sofa. You know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of hated the fact you won the FA Cup more than the league. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you've got the FA Cup, have you? Well, not since 1959. And I don't even think Craig can remember that. I can't, mate. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> I know it was the one cup, I think, that um, that Brian Clough never won, I think. That it was eluded it, him, it? of course, didn't it? We got to yes. the final in 91. Yeah. Yeah, but um, we'll just go through some comments before we um, go look at the game itself. Uh, door on tour, up the forest. Um, Niall Kane, good evening, Niall. How are you? Um, Louise, good evening. How the devil are you? Nippon, good evening. Um, NS Sports TV, big up to you, mate. TM, um, hi, guys, and happy birthday, Craig, from our resident Spurs fan. Scott, Thanks, good evening, sir. Welcome along. Um, how are you, Spencer? Uh, I was going 6 0 to the Foxes. <laughs> Wish I had your confidence, Spencer, I'll tell you. Uh, Scott says, happy birthday, old wise owl. You're not a wise it old says, owl, you're an old no. wise owl. More like LBH, it. happy birthday, another year wiser. Thank um, you. I won't, go, I won't go that far, LD, I tell you. <laughs> Terry, another few years, Craig, and you'll be in my team, Leicester Pensioners FC. Hey, I'm sure I could get in there now. Where do I sign? <laughs> Door on tour, couldn't wait for you, Des. Uh, where is he? Get him on. Uh, he's on now. Um, Scott says, Chris, I never realised you could hit some of them high-pitched <laughs> notes. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. Don't tell you what I'm going to do to hit those high-pitched notes, though. Is that the longest birthday song ever? It was, but it was worth it. I do feel it was worth it. Dor says you got you've got to give us abuse. I'm sure there will be plenty of abuse shared between us as we go through the show. Um Scott, he says Scott's getting it in straight away. Forest haven't been relevant since 1980s. 
And how long will it be before we have any stars on our shirts? Melina, good evening. How are you from Canada? Welcome along. Um, Hi, Melina. Uh, in fact, in recent seasons, the best thing that's come out of Forest must be Mes Morgan. <laughs> that is true. Do you remember Wes? I mean, he was at Forest when we bought him. Wes Morgan. What are your memories of him? Oh, I, I was devastated. Obviously, he was a, a club legend for us. Mm. I think for many years he was it, one or two people would sort of tip him to do well, but he'd ever he'd kind of have a nightmare every so often, and it, it set his career back. You know, nobody ever came in for him, and. We thought he was just going to stay with us forever. I think he made four hundred game, four hundred appearances for us. Yeah, um, yeah. and and I I was a massive fan. He, he he's from around the corner from the same area around the corner from where I live, you know. So it, it was yeah. it just just an absolute legend. And the fact he he went to Leicester again, it, it, if he'd gone and done that elsewhere, you know, I'd be calling for a statue in the Meadows here where I live, you know, but. <laughs> He went and did it at Leicester, and you're like, oh, God, you know, he, yeah. why does he have to have that kind of affin affinity with them as well? We accepted I, him well, Craig, though, didn't we? We never sort of, because obviously coming from Forest, the, the, you know, you, you buy a player mm. from a team you hate, there's always that kind of you've got to earn your stripes. But we kind of accepted him straight away, didn't we? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure straight away, to be honest, because I... I I can't remember being particularly excited by the signing because when I'd seen him for Forrest, um, maybe I just saw him on those ones when he when he threw in the nightmare days. I don't know, but he never looked like the most mobile of uh, of centre halves, and he always looked like he could get caught out by pace. But those things never changed. What 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 you learnt about him was that he had a bit of a football brain. He could organise people around him, and he made the most of the. Uh, the skills that he had. And and that's really, you know, th those footballers are rare. You know, those who you can clearly see are limited in terms of on-the-ball ability. But when they can draw other people together, I mean, he, that whole defence that he pulled together to win the league was 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 a ramshackle defence, to be, be honest. And yeah. none of them would have really got in anybody else's team. But he marshaled them through. So he's been... He's, he's been a fantastic servant for us. You know, I don't like that phrase, a servant, you know, the most highly paid servants in the world. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, as I say, I think he took a little bit of time to be accepted, but he proved himself on the pitch and that's where you want the people to prove themselves. He had the brain, didn't he? And you don't always need need the legs if you if you've got the yeah. brain, you know. Um, and, I'll, tell you, and... I'll tell you, Chris, what he is. I've just I've got a picture here. Look, I don't know if you can see this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, saw him yes. last summer yeah. in a pub near me. He, they threw a party for him for his birthday, and he's the nicest guy in the world as well. You know, he's he's absolutely brilliant. I, all night I wanted a picture, and I used my girlfriend as an excuse. For, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, why I used to take my son everywhere with like, me. It was like that back four. He was cajoling his yeah. in. Yeah. I remember. I, I'm sure I read over the past couple of weeks something about that move to Leicester that he. It wasn't something he particularly wanted, but he thought he wasn't being treated fairly at Forest. He wasn't getting the deal that he thought he should should get in comparison with other players. So when that opportunity came to move, he, he, he took it, but 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 albeit well, a little Forrest, bit reluctantly. Um, Forest was heading in the same direction as Derby, hmm. and 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 of course this is the big gripe that they're not selling their players and the the prize assets, and it came to a point where we we. Bought players in over several seasons, 
on too much money for too much, you know. And and then when Wes Morgan went knocking on the door for a contract, they kind of sort of dismissed him, didn't renew it. And then he, he started thinking, well, what what's the point of me being here? He was the best player in the team. He was for a few years. And despite those concerns, what we've both mentioned, you know, he was still the, the most consistent performer. And his contract was starting to run down. And all of a sudden... The club needed money. They sold Patrick Banford to Chelsea without even playing a game for a million quid, up one and a half million quid, I think. And they sold Wes Morgan and he balanced the books till the end of the season. It looked like we were spiralling back into League One. For some, Steve Cottrell come in and for some reason got got some out of what we we already had. So so it kind of worked for everybody in the end. You know, he, I don't yeah. think he was he. he He'd set his target to move to Leicester to, to upset Forest. I think it was who wants him right now. I think Pearson was in charge, wasn't he? And he could. Yeah. Pearson is obviously a Pearson type player. Yeah. You know, so um, that that opportunity come along, and, and he doesn't. He didn't have to move. I, I kind of roughly know where he lives. I don't know where he lives, but yeah. in in terms of getting to Leicester. You know, it's quickly down the A46. Mm. So it, it, it all made sense for Forrest to get the money, for, for Wes to get a contract and obviously sort of keep on taking... Was you in in league... Was you in the championship when you signed him or, or the premiership? I, don't, I think the championship. We were in the premiership. No, no we were in the championship. I think we were in the championship, yeah. Yes, Again, that yeah. caused us a lot of yeah. sort of... I, I thought that was the case. That's why I mentioned it. That mm. caused us a lot of sort of... Well, we're selling one of our best players to one of our biggest rivals who were also one of our biggest competitors. Mm. Yes, yeah. Well, let's let's know. We have got a game to uh, to to talk about, um, and we'll be doing that straight after this. Yeah, just go to Leicester or www.leicestertillidie forward slash, sorry, dot com forward slash shop. Leicestertillidie.com forward slash shop, and you get the full range of merchandise. Uh, I know Craig's waiting for the Mankini to, to come out. We, we, we're still uh, we're, we're still looking at that, Craig. I think there's a I think there's a material shortage. There's not, there's not enough to make it. <laughs> yeah. So it is the FA Cup, and it is an East Midlands derby. Um, what more could we ask for? Um, Sunday the sixth, four pm. It's on BBC One, BBC Five Live, and Talk Sport. Uh, but why not? Why not do what I'm sure Craig won't be doing? <laughs> He's got any sense. But why not put the radio on or put the telly on, turn the volume down, and do a watch along with Leicester Till I Die TV? You'll have the pleasure of myself and Steve Linux, ex winger uh, for Leicester City, uh, having a chat about the game. So we won't be doing commentary. Uh, we'll let you watch that, but we'll be having a chat about it on. Um, in the background, it's like being down the pub with your mates, except it's me and Steve Linux. Um, Des, it's pretty close there uh, in our history of playing each other. You've got 39 wins, we've got 40 with 27 draws, so it's very tight. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the, the, the most recent fixtures. Um, 
it's very tight there as well. Lots of draws. Of course, you had that big FA Cup win and the 3-2 that like you alluded to. But the last time we uh, came to your place, we won 2-0. Um, so, so I think, who knows? It, I, I was speaking to a Leicester fan this afternoon, as it was, and he's saying that you're going to do us this time. He was giving it all out as soon as he confirmed he'd got his ticket. <laughs> but, um, he... He was he was giving it his all back, but before that he was saying you're gonna do it, you're gonna do us. We got the kids out. Do you know my thoughts this week have kind of gone from being confident because Forest have been playing well. We've been flying. Mm. We've bounced back from a bad result. We had a really we had a bit bit of a shocker last time out against Cardiff, um, and we've bounced back previously. But so I was confident. But as the week's gone on, worrying about some of the players you've got. I do, I do think if Leicester score first, there's a potential that you go on and win quite comfortably. If the long, I said the same in the Arsenal game. The longer Forest hold out, we tend to grow into games in the second half as well. A tight game, I can see Forest getting something, perhaps a one 0 win or nicking it on penalties. Um, but it, it's about keeping Leicester out, and it's obviously dependent on on the lineup. Um, yeah, it'll cool. be really yeah. interesting to see who plays. I think yeah. Forest will be a bit of a mixture. We've got a few injury concerns. Uh, big players as well. Joe Wall, um, Lewis Graben won't play. One or two new signings I think he might just put in because he can, you know, because it's that kind of game where whilst we're not fighting for league points, it's, it's yeah. a case to throw someone in who, who we might want to check the fitness on. So uh, it, it's... I don't think we'll we'll know exactly what's going to happen until the day, until we see the the lineups, and of course, then you never know what's going to happen. But you you yeah. might have a bit of an inkling of how it's going to go. Do you do you, do you remember this one, Craig? The last time we played, I mentioned it before, February two thousand and fourteen, two two. Um, Jamie Patterson and Andy Reid for Forrest and Vardy, uh, who put us ahead, and then Mares mm. grabbed a point at the end. Do you remember that game? Uh, only vaguely, I, I remember yeah. Andy Reid was always a pain. Always, <laughs> yeah. he was. He's that type of player, though, wasn't? He? I think he was a pain for every every team that he played against. To be honest, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I I I, th- I, th- I agree with Des. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot in it. To be honest, um, I, I think we'll go fairly strong in this. Mm. I think, I think the two cups that we're still in, I think Brendan's going to go strong in those and just look for a mid-table finish almost you know not yeah. you know if, if we look like we might get dragged into a bit of trouble then he he may take it a little bit more uh seriously in terms of league but i i think he's i, th- I think he knows and most of the fans know that any sort of top four top six is probably going to be beyond us now the gap's too big yeah. so the cups take even more uh priority so I, I think he'll go pretty strong to be honest i mean craig sticking with you looking at that there um you know, we we I don't think we're going to get into sort of any particular trouble because I think no. there are actually teams that are are worse than us. There's a lot mm. of teams that are worse than us, and we're not having the best of seasons. But like you say, we're defending champions. That means also defending cup holders, and that does mean something, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the players will have got a taste for it last season. You know, you you mm. want once you you win something, you want to win the next one as well. So. You know, and there's players there who who will have that appetite. You know, we know Schmeichel's come out and said he still wants to win trophies, you know. Um, 
So I, I think he'll, he'll go focused on on this. Um, so and it will come down to the desire, I think, that, that we have. We show we we can put out a really strong team on paper, but sometimes they don't turn it in on the pitch because that desire is not there. They they have a bit of a over arrogance, over confidence about them, and they can get caught out. So I think I think we'll need to keep Forest quiet. You know, it's going to be a a, a great crowd. The atmosphere should be fantastic in there, I'm sure. So it'll be a vociferous home crowd. And I think we just need to keep a lid on it for the first sort of 15 minutes and then grow ourselves into the game as well. I mean, Des, looking, I thought you were in the playoffs, actually. I was surprised when I, I, I did this and, and saw that you dropped out of them. Uh, you are on top of Coventry, which is always a good thing. Um your, your hopes for this season? Do you would you sort of go? I mean, I'm sure you would go for a top four over the cup. So is it you know, or or do you really want to sort of get one over on Leicester? That means more than anything. I think in reality, we're, we're, we're that fed up of not being in the Premier League. We just want to, a chance at it. We want the playoffs. I've said since we. we Bizarrely, we got beat 4-0 by Fulham about six games into Cooper's reign. And I've mm. said since then, we're going to get the playoffs. I really firmly believe we're going to get the playoffs. Just the way we played that day, we, we took the game to them. We got we got a bit of a hiding at the end of it. But I'm really confident we're going to do that. What I will say about this game in particular is we just got beat twice by well we just got beat twice in two games we probably thought we we've got a chance in and we played Arsenal and it reinvigorated us it, it got us going again again we was looking for that bounce back what I meant what I mentioned earlier about after the Cardiff game and looking for that bounce back where we need to go again if we beat because we played Arsenal then we played Derby and beat them and we was on such a high and and it, it built the momentum again and we've just teetered on the edge of those playoffs so what what I'd really look at I don't really want to choose between the cup and the playoffs. I want us to beat Leicester and take that momentum into the rest of the season and, and really show. Because because after the Arsenal game, Steve Cooper was saying it. He says these players need to believe they're better than they actually are. And, mm. and that's really important. If he believes that and if he's instilling that into them, you know, games like this become winnable all of a sudden, you know, from, from having no chance. The last time you came down in the cup, when... It was nil-nil at the city ground. It, yeah. But you you were miles, miles better than us overall. And then you went and thumped us 4-0 at your place. This time it doesn't feel like that. It does even I think you might have even been in the same league then. But it doesn't feel like that now. It doesn't feel like you, you're gonna come down and it could happen because it always can with a premiership yeah. and championship team. But it doesn't feel like we're, we're worried. At, at that point, again, you, we were sort of worried what, what you could do to us. But I think it's it's more about the way Forrest perform. And and in, when I say perform, I mean, it's how we sort of, how confident we are going into the game and in giving you a game. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. if, if, if they go in with confidence and they forget the last result and, and it works out on the day and a couple of things fall our way, and we, like I say, with the Arsenal game, we grew into it. We've grown into a lot of games. If we grow into this one and believe we can do it, I think it's going to be a really good football match. 
I mean, I don't expect you, I'll stick with you, Des, first, but I don't expect you to have sort of followed Leicester's season, but it's been very much, I think, that you could own, the only consistency about our season is the fact that we're inconsistent. And and do you think, you know, that looking at us, that, that you could actually, you know, it's a good time to play us? Yeah, as as good a time as any time over the last three or four years. I do watch mm-hmm. a lot of football. I watch a lot of Premiership football and and I'm kind of a bit of a, a, a stato like that. So I, I kind yeah. of know what's going on all the time around around the Premier League, especially. And yeah, Leicester, I've, I've been inconsistent. Again, it's that that thing I said. We, when I, I don't like to admire the way you've grown as a club myself, but... The, the players, you know, some of those players you look at and and they're really, really good players. Some of the young lads that Justin, the fullback, you know, and, and Madison, mm. I know he's a bit he's a bit hit and miss with, with some fans, but um you just look at those kind of kind of players and think that's what Forrest want in the Premier League, a, a vibrant young team. So so looking at Leicester and seeing these these vibrant players that give that if they progress in the way they're progressing already and they stay with Leicester, they're gonna progress. So I think whilst there's a lot of inconsistent whilst there's a lot of inconsistency, that might be down to the fact you have got good young players who will be inconsistent, but also quite a few injuries. I, I know you've been yeah. hit this year with with quite a few. So there's reasons for it. Again, if you put that first eleven out, it looks a real, real, real tough ask for Forest. But it's probably the best time in the last three or four years to play you as well. Would you would you agree with that, Craig? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I mean, it's a free swing, really, for Forest, isn't it? That's the way the, the way you look at it. You you literally have nothing to lose other than a, a, and a cup tie. I know it sounds weird, but you know, if you get beat and you get beat going down swinging, nobody's going to say anything against you. You know, so it's all about attitude. I think a lot of this game is going to be in the players' heads. You know, on both sides. You know, you. Forest guys that believing that you you're a good team, a good team on the up, and a Leicester team that needs to realise that that we're not necessarily as good as some of those players think they are. You know that they've got to they've got to be humble when they go on the pitch, particularly against the team. Again, no disrespect from a lower division, you've got to match the work rate. You know it's always been that thing of match the work rate first, and then hopefully your 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 talent will sort of nudge you over the line. I think when we've not come out with the right attitude, we've been caught out. So you're, you're probably Forrester's best chance is Leicester's attitude, I would say, mm. in this game. I mean, Craig, you touched on it there. Um, we've got to sort of accept maybe we're not as good as we think we are. And I'm, I'm not sure whether it was Mark Lawrenson or or one of the pundits came out uh, and had, had a bit of a dig at the Leicester fans saying that, you know, we expect too much of the team. But I mean, that's just a being a football fan. The more success you get, the more success you want, you know. And whatever happens going forward, mm. all the teams will always be compared to the Premiership winning team. I mean, how how often were were you know did Matt, well Martin O'Neill summed it when he came in when everybody was saying, oh, these were the Bloomfield years, they were good, and you know he said, well, what the bloody hell did they win? <laughs> Nothing. Mm. But uh, we have got a kind of rein in. But I'm. I don't know if it's me, but I'm just not confident. This time last season or the season before, when we were, you know, doing a lot better, I'd have been a lot more confident. But I am worried about this game. I think I think what you've got 
to look at. I mean, Forest have got some good players. Let, let's not get away from that. You, I know you say a, a couple are out, but you've got some decent young players there. Um, the fullback um, who's on loan from, Spanish. yeah. I mean, that seems a weird loan move. <laughs> I mean, to me, I don't know why that happened. I mean, you're basically rivals for the top six at the moment. And uh, I, 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 I must admit, I'd not seen a lot of him prior to that Arsenal game, but I mean, he was phenomenal in that. He, and then he, the. Sorry, he's been absolutely immense. And the reason yeah. there was question, Warnock questioned his attitude. Right. So he got dropped early in the season. And if we'd have mm. signed him at that point, we'd have probably got him for about 50k. Wow. He's come in and he's been an absolute revelation, Spence. Mm. And now he's linked with Tottenham and Arsenal. Yeah, well, you know, we we may be in the uh, in the market for a right back. So uh, watch this space. You know, Des, um, I'm, I'm sure uh, Wes will uh, Wes will drive him down. Um, but also <laughs> the lad in midfield um, who you turned a big offer down in the in the in the window, I think, didn't you? Brennan Johnson, twenty million from Brentford. Again, yeah. they've almost they've almost gambled on that one. That one is it is we'll keep him to try and get in the playoffs, and if we yeah. don't go up, they'll come back anyway in in the yeah. in the summer. But the, uh, it's interesting you say that because because I'm thinking now who's your left back because he'll have a torrid time. Yeah, <laughs> based on those well, two. Well, it depends who who he plays there. I mean, he could play James Justin down that side, or he could play uh, could play the young lad. Uh, Thomas, um, I, I think I would. I, I, we, we haven't got a natural right back at the moment with Pereira being injured, so I've, I, I think he may go with Justin down the right. But I think I'd like to see him down the left, uh, to be honest, because we need to push Spence back rather than allowing him the freedom that Arsenal did to just bomb forward. I think it's easier to probably predict the lottery numbers. Than it is our our defensive lineup. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been the same for two games running all no. season, and of course we've got Castagna out as well. Yeah, uh, Bertrand might be back, but I'm I'm not going to get excited about that. No, <laughs> and, uh, Vestergaard, but Amartya's back, and bless him, that no. that's that's the one good thing. I'm I'm not sure about Evans. Um, you've gone through a few managers recently, Des. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> a lot of clubs. I think you're sort of probably challenging Watford for the uh, revolving door title. Steve Cooper, how happy are you with him at the moment? Oh, absolutely over the moon. We, we, mm. we, we've we got... It's chalk and cheese from what we had to what we've got. You know, we had a manager. Chris Hewton got, got a good reputation. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not just saying it because I'm here. I was worried when he came in because we'd gone from one defensive manager to another. Who seemed the manager seemed to have no plan B. We went and got Hewton. Everybody was excited. Thought we've got somebody who's going to stabilise the club after sort of blowing the playoffs in the biggest way you possibly ever could. Yeah. Um, against against Stoke that day when Swansea needed a four goal swing to get in the playoffs. So we, we'd blown it. We got Chris Hewton in. He kind of did stabilise it to the point where we was never going to go down for a season. But then we started the following season exactly how we started under Lamucci. Four or five games. Didn't pick up a point. So we was looking for a new manager. Mm. Cooper was mentioned. Chris Wilder wanted the job. But apparently Cooper was... 
He was the first choice of our new CEO. There's a lot of hype around. He's come from Barnsley and he's young. Dane, Dane Murphy, his name is. Um, I don't really get him involved in, in CEOs and stuff because it's not relevant to what happens on the pitch. But this guy came with a lot of hype. And apparently his first, second or third choice was Steve Cooper. They're both like developing young players. They, he'd seen what he'd done at Swansea over the last couple of years. From a Forest fan's point of view, and again, someone who watched football, I'd seen a bit of him, but I'd not seen, I didn't know too much. I didn't know the ins and outs. And all we was hearing from Swansea was he's really, really negative. Um, and we were, I was like, oh God, here we go. But he came in and it's just like the, the place has changed. He's told everybody the club's better, bigger than it is. The players are better than they are. He's given it a breath of fresh air. He's honest and and relatable in in interviews. He don't say the usual kind of cliched stuff that you hear out of Brendan Rodgers. Um, But he's just a breath of fresh air. And and I've heard a few things recently from respected people in the game, like the BT commentator, Darren Fletcher, who's a big Forest fan. He said stuff like the premiership managers want to send their players to to Cooper because of the way he develops them. He's got a reputation in the game with bringing on young players. So it, we've got one or two young players in, one or two players he's worked with, and everything seems to be, apart from one or two results, the Fulham one, the Cardiff one, everything seems to be turning to gold. The Arsenal result, we beat Derby. We was losing 1-0 to Bristol City when he first came in, and we scored two in like the last two minutes of injury time. And it was just like we, we just kept winning and winning and winning. And yeah. all of a sudden, we've gone from not winning in seven games, not getting a point, to on the verge of the playoffs. Over the, since, since he's been at the club, we would be second. Right. Um, say hello to Rudy there. Um, he says we play against better players than them week in, week out. Be careful. <laughs> These things come back and bite you on the bottom, Rudy. But Dorco's asking there, just very quickly, he's never been to the city ground before. Are the natives friendly? I think Craig will probably agree with me on this and go, probably not on Sunday. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think there'll be um, sort of mutual doffing of caps and handshakes prior to kickoff, that's for sure. No, no. I mean, let's look at this. I mean, uh, um, uh, uh, Craig, Leicester have won each of their last seven FA Cup matches, the longest winning streak in the competition. Only mm-hmm. Chelsea 11 and Man City 12 have won more matches in the competition since Brendan Rodgers arrived in February 2019. Is, is so? I, I think he's gonna take it, take it seriously. I think he has to because. I mean, we know he's been he's been under pressure from large sections of the uh, of the fan base. You know, particularly as you said, you know those who who, who have short memories. Um, I, I think the Leicester fan base is very much divided on a, a sort of pre pre league winners and post league winners. You know, in terms of their expectations. Yeah. Um, but he's not had an easy ride this season. So um, an exit in the cup wouldn't be great anyway. An exit in the cup to a championship team who are your rivals down the road is going to bring him lots and lots of pressure. So even from a personal point of view, if he wasn't taking the competition seriously from the team's perspective, from a personal point of view, I don't mm-hmm. think he can do anything other than take it very, very seriously. I think as well, for, for me, a lot, and you know, we've both got sort of British managers there. 
But I think if you've got a foreign manager and a foreign player, they don't always get the sort mm. of rivalry that there is between the you know teams and the, and the local derbies. And um, like you say, and I'm sure Forest fans are thinking exactly the same. You, you, if you're going to go down, you want to go down fighting. You don't want to be going down and, and losing four or five nil. Would you agree, Des? Yeah, absolutely. And it's an interesting point you make about the foreign managers, um, British managers, sorry, not foreign managers. Um, because I think sometimes the foreign managers in these games are almost inclined to put out the reserves. You see it with Arsenal a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost the get out of jail free for them, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the FA Cup and, and it's it's something they don't need to concentrate on. But, but these guys, again, are, are trying to build reputations. And, and looking at Rodgers... From a Forest fan's point of view, at a club like Leicester, and it's the same at Forest, this this is the problem we've had for many years. He, he's got to do something every year other than just maintain mediocrity now because because mm. if Leicester have a bad season, which, which drops in, Everton do it, West Ham do it, you know, he'll go, he'll get the sack. If, if they don't win anything, he's never going to be tattered for the big jobs. No. You know, he's just going to fall into that place in the middle of the Premier League, and then when when a Norwich or somebody need a manager, that's where they come. So, so from his own point of view, I feel he has to keep winning with Leicester, keep keep progressing, especially with the, the infrastructure that's been put in place there. It, 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 there's not many managers in even in the top half of the Premier League that probably get the back in in terms of what your yeah. owners give him. You know, and and give the club and, and give the city almost. Yeah. So so he's got all that behind him, and it, and it's a case that he he has to deliver. Otherwise, yeah. personally, he suffers, and if Leicester suffer, he gets the sack. Yeah. I mean, you you've you've only I mean uh, I've forgotten what I was going to say now, but yeah, this is only the third time we've actually met in the FA Cup. Um, uh, after the first one, and, and Craig probably will remember this one. The first one was in 1901. And there was a, <laughs> I was on my paper three... round. I missed it. Oh, well, damn, damn. And around three in 2012. So it's only the third time. It's all It all adds to the, to the glamour of it, of course. But who should we be watching out for from your team, Des? Well, we've already mentioned this, Spence and Brennan Johnson, down that right-hand side. If if you're not on your game, I'd lo- I'd love him to play someone like Perez because he wouldn't know what's hitting him <laughs> down that side. Um, um, yeah, so so those two in particular, of course, we've got Warren and Graben out. Like I mentioned, we've got we've got we seem to be solid all over the pitch for the championship. The one that might be interesting on on Sunday is Keenan Davis. We've mm. signed him from Aston Villa. And he came and everybody's questioning his three goals in 60-something games or something or other like that. But he's come to us. He scored two in his first three. He, he looks really powerful, really direct, um, can run, can head, you know, can hold it up, just do a bit of everything. It's probably impacted his game at Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. But in the Championship, with a bit of confidence and a few goals behind him now, mm-hmm. it might just be the time for him to... To sparkle and especially a big performance against the likes of yourself. Again, it's just going to take him, but perhaps to that next level. So he's somebody to to be mindful of, especially if you're having defensive issues. He, we a couple of weeks ago we got absolutely bombarded at Millwall for the first forty minutes. They did what Millwall do, 
you know, elbowed his, kicked his, ran at his. And then once he'd got hold of the ball after about 40 minutes, the game just turned around and, mm. and it, it was his on them. And I kind of expect something similar on Sunday. So I think he's got a big part to play. Those two guys I mentioned down the, down the right-hand side, as the more we can get the ball to Brennan Johnson, he'll make things happen. He, I, 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 I'm, I'm estimating because I don't know the actual stats, but I'd imagine he's involved in half of his goals. That many, yeah. you know. So, so whether it's an assist or or, or the build up or, or actually tucking it away, he he is so important. He's our best player by an absolute mile, Brendan Johnson. Yeah. And Craig, who should Forrest be on the lookout for? Who do you see doing a job for us? If they're picked, of course. And well, that's it. To say this. Just, just a quick one on Keenan Davis. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've seen a, a couple of games of Forrest recently, and he is. He's like a cross between, and I'm, he's a young player, so he's not at their level. But the way he plays, he reminds me he's like a cross between Lukaku and uh, Antonio. I would say that he likes the physical side of it. He he, he loves the fact that if if centre-halves are going to get up close to him, he'll love that battle in terms of rolling them and turning them and then laying it off. So he could be a handful for us. I couldn't just say someone I said he was similar to at that Millwall game I was talking about was someone you guys will know, Emilewski. Yes, yeah, mm. kind of the Emilewski mode. Yeah, it was exactly that that kind, doesn't it? Get it into his feet and he'll roll you, you know, and look to get away. But um, from our perspective, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where uh, if Luckman plays and if if Luckman plays down the left hand side, then he'll he'll do a lot more tracking back in terms of looking after those two than Barnes will. So from your perspective, I, I would be hoping that Barnes plays down that left from your perspective, not from ours. Um, but I think Daka, I think Daka could be a real, real pain in the backside for you. I'm, I'm not sure how much pace your back line have got or whether Cooper likes to play with a high line or not. If he doesn't, you haven't got a lot of pace, then Daka will be looking to get in behind all the time. I think Madison's on a great, Run a form at the moment, goal scoring wise, not just his performances, but goal scoring wise. So, I think he's he's uh, he'll definitely be one to look out for. And James Justin coming back as well. I I, I can see him starting. Yeah. Uh, and I, he's making up for lost time. You know, he's uh, yeah. he has an outside chance. If he has a good end to the second half of the season, he, he still has an outside chance of that England squad for the for the World Cup. So. Um, I think he'll be targeting that. But the same with Madison as well. I think that'll start getting into people's heads over the next few months, you know, that there's a, there's a World Cup and it's at the end of this season almost, you know, or the end of the year. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think for me, Dakar, Madison, Luckman, those three could cause you a lot of trouble. Rogers is saying on the FA Cup, we want to fight to win this competition again. We fought so hard last season. It was such a memorable and iconic period for us, and we want that again. So he's sounding very positive about, about going for it. Um, that <laughs> We didn't make any signings in the, in the window, Craig. Um, mm. and, and Brendan's virtually come out and said, we haven't got the money. Uh, and they haven't talked to, to Leipzig. I'm getting a little bit worried about um, <laughs> whether Luckman's going to be signed or not. I, again, I think it's a big second half of the season for him. Um, mm. He, I think he came, he, he started very well. Then he had a bit of a uh, a lull 
and he wasn't getting enough pitch time. But I think you've seen him grow in confidence um, over the past few games. Great performance against Liverpool with, with, with the goal always and played pretty much almost as a lone striker uh, in that game for, against Liverpool. Usually he's a wide man, but he played him through the middle a lot on that day. Mm. And, and he was he was a handful because he's tenacious and he's probably the one player who works harder than anyone to win the ball back if it's been lost, Luckman. So yeah. I think it's, you know, if he wants a contract, he's got it in his own hands to be able to do it. So My um, worry is whether we've got the money to pay for that contract. For what, that. You know, you to know. be honest... I, We've got things in the in the. Obviously, we spent a lot of money on the training ground. There's now a, a new stand to build and all that infrastructure that comes with that. But mm. I think the owners know that you can't build all that if you then just cut all the playing uh, investment. Yeah. Spurs did it, didn't they? I mean, Spurs got to a level where they were, you know, uh, could have won the the Champions League. They've got this fantastic stadium, and then for a couple of seasons, they decided that they weren't going to invest in the team anymore. So you drop back. I don't think our owners are that foolish to think no, that they can't no. continue to invest. No. Before we come on to scores, Des, who from the Leicester side scares you? Well, after listening to Craig and, and mentioning myself, I think that the key player for me will be Madison because Forrest. Mm-hmm. They don't. The centre backs don't play high. The full backs play really, really high. Sort of, they're always on the halfway line at least. Yeah. So we and we switch between a three and a two. Uh, I think probably Jack Colback will be look, looking to do a bit of a job on 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 Madison. But I think with his youth and his 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 pace and and his shooting ability, that could be a real key area. You know of. of if, mm. if we let him have the ball too much, because the centre backs aren't particularly quick, you know, we've got some cracking players back there. We've we've got McKenna, who's like a, an eight out of ten every week for us at our level, and then we've got Steve Cook from Bournemouth, who's thirty and his legs are going a little bit. He, he just brings experience. So so if you've got pace, again, you mentioned the guy there, um, Dakar. Was it Dakar or somebody yeah, who you Dakar. would say the one in behind? Dakar. Um, anyone running in behind kind of scares me a little bit, but I think the, it might be a case that Forest drop deeper, a little bit deeper. We we tend to play from the back like most teams do these days, anyway. Um, and and it might be that area just in front, just in front of our defence, and perhaps behind the the, the midfield that, that that it causes a lot of issue. You know, we played Derby a couple of weeks ago, and. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Brian McClare. I used to kick a football around for Celtic and Manchester United. McClare! These days I'm joined by special guests to talk anything and everything on my podcast, Life with Brian. When you meet footballers, you just giddy out you. You kind of like, they've lived your dreams. Me and Pez are inseparable a lot of the time. So join me and listen to Life with Brian, the Brian McClare podcast. Whatever you get to your podcast. Tom Lawrence always causes us problems because he plays in that little position, mm. you know, and I think it, it could be similar with Madison. Right. Oh, just checking here. Mark Lawrence, and it's always, I always hate Mark Lawrence and actually predicting us to win because it usually means we're going on to lose. Um, but he's gone for a three, well, a one three Leicester win uh, as Mark Lawrence. I think so. He thinks we'll just have too much for you. Um, 
is this going to be, I mean, I can see this going into extra time personally. Somebody said earlier, possibly penalties. Oh, God, I'd hate that. Um, how do you see the, the, the final result, Des? Like I've touched on already, I think I think if Leicester score first, we, we're probably in trouble. We're, we're probably um, struggling then because we're going to have to open up, which Cooper will not do in the first half if he can help it. It will let you have all the ball in the first half if that's what it takes to get a clean sheet. Um, my, my head says a really tight... Uh, my heart says um, a really tight game that we're going to nick. My head says probably a draw, probably go all the way. You know, if I, I think we'll just try and hang in there and hang in there for as long as we can, like like the Arsenal game. And my heart's saying a late winner, you know, and, and the same sort of scenes. But I can see with your issues, with one or two issues myself, it, it'll perhaps be a, a lot cagey, not, not a brilliant game. Mm. If we score first, I think it'll be a much better game all round. But I think if you score first, it might be a, a game over. If it, The longer it's at nil-nil, I can see yeah. it being really, really cagey and a bit bit tight. Interesting. But I mean, I'm going for 1-0. 1-0, nil. Nil, right. Um, Craig, I mean, it's on the BBC. Gary Lynn is going to be presenting. Hopefully the BBC know what they're doing this time and mm. get the blue ribbons on the uh, cup in the, <laughs> in the, in the uh, yeah. production room. But uh, your, your prediction... Yeah, I'm not sure Lineker's going to be there because I think he's got COVID, so uh, so oh, he's out he? of it. Uh, yeah, um, giving it out on Twitter though already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've got a sneaky feeling this might be a, a repeat of the old uh, La Le Bleu and uh, and a three-two, three-two for Leicester. Yeah, wow, I mean, for me, we're going to concede. I don't think there's any. Uh, I'd, I'd probably bet my, my, my mortgage on that. Um, but I haven't got a mortgage, which is probably why I'd be safe to do it. I'd, I'm going to have to agree with Scott. I think it, it will be a tight game. I can't see us, you know, pulling away. This is a Nottingham Forest side that are resurgent. Um, I'd have probably sooner played, you know, the Forest side from a few seasons ago, um, and. A, I, I just I'm going to say two one I think, but it will be very very tight, and I can just see that we'll be bombarding the Forest goal, not scoring. Forest will get one, we'll get the equaliser, and as long as we you know the referee remembers to blow the whistle at ninety minutes, I think we'll get the winner in extra time. But uh, but gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Des, thank you, sir. I'd wish you all the best, and I would say that you know let's hope football is the winner. But I wouldn't mean any of it. I want us to stuff you. As I'm sure you do us. But thanks very much for sparing the time to come on tonight. How can people find you on uh, on the old website on the old uh, interweb? So I uh, I do a YouTube channel called Do Daily. It's completely different from football. Please subscribe. Um, it, I just it's it's more about well being, and I encourage activity and getting people out. I do a lot of walking and running. It's not about those things in particular. It's not about mental health. It's just about enjoying the things you kind of do. It's just me rambling for about five or ten minutes every day at eight o'clock. You know, just. It's something I started in lockdown it, through COVID to, to support some projects locally, and I've just carried it on. It does wonders for me and my mental yeah. health, but it's just something that people can tune into and something different. 
Yes. Well, the link yeah. is below in the description. So uh, good luck with that. And uh, like I say, and, and all the bad luck in the world on Sunday. <laughs> and we only ate Derby. <laughs> well, we all ate Derby. We all ate Derby. We've got that in common. <laughs> Thanks very much, Des. Whatever you do, though, mate, stay safe. Cheers, Des. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Craig, you're off to the baseball ground this evening, aren't you? <laughs> the baseball ground. Not the baseball ground, no. But I, I am out. I shall be out into... Uh, into the fair old city of Leicester this evening, yeah. I thought you were going to a comedy club. Ah, I see what you did there. You yes. Did the, you did me with the old baseball thing. I had, I learned because I, I couldn't remember the name of the current one, and I realised <laughs> you hadn't got it, so I thought I'd better, better explain. Yeah. Yes, indeed, yes. I, I shall be going and, and partaking of some comedy in the uh, in the festival. Brilliant. Well, we've Thank watched a lot much. of it this season at um, <laughs> King Power, unfortunately. Let's hope we, we turn up and the right Leicester turn up on Sunday. Mate, I'm going to let you go because I know you say you've got a, uh, the comedy to go to. Have a really, really good night and happy birthday. Cheers. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great evening and a great weekend. Cheers. Thanks to Craig there and thanks to, to, to Des, of course, for coming on. And I'm not going to play the Happy Birthday Craig song again because it just goes on and on and on. I'd forgotten how long it was, to be honest with you. Uh, but I am going to play this again. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready Loving more hating me in Stringer. By God, you got to love that. You really, really have. Um, don't forget the shop, www.lestertillidie.com forward slash shop. Um, some of them are, are made to order. Some of them we've got in stock. Uh, go and have a look at it. They're all there. Pens, fluffy toys, uh, hoodies. Crew tops, T-shirts, that's all there. Leicester Till I Die branded and also How the Devil Are You branded as well. And if you are a member of the um, YouTube, of the YouTube group here, if you're a member, you get a 5% discount. So it could be worth signing up. There are three memberships available, and one of them does get you a 5% discount. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. Remember to, uh, to press that like button. Even if you're a Forest fan, go on. Hands across the trend, as they say. Give us, give us a like. <laughs> and if you haven't already, please subscribe. It really does help. And if you are listening on Spotify, uh, on Catch Up, on uh, Google Podcasts, or on Apple iTunes, to name just three, we um, are going to be live. Well, this will be uploaded again to listen to in about 10, 15 minutes. Thank you very much for listening. <sighs> I'm getting nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be and oh yes, and like I said, talking of uh, talking of uh, nervous. Don't forget this. 
Join Chris and ex-City player Steve Linex for the watch-along from 3.30 on, uh, 3.15, 3.30, depending sort of how things are going, on Sunday. Put the telly on, put your feet up, get a beer out, turn the sound down a little bit, and then just listen to me and Steve having a natter about the game as we go along. And I think we're going to be a little bit biased. So tune in for the watch-along, and it's great to have an ex-player do a watch-along with us. It really is. Thanks very much to everybody. I will see you then, and let's hope we are celebrating. Stay safe. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Leicester Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Lester Till I Die podcast on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.